God, by giving him some praise, can we clap our hands unto the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Is he worthy of our praise? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to all of you that are in service this morning. Praise God. Um, Sister Harmony, would you be so kind as to go close the door out front, please? And um, it's good to have you joining us online this morning via Facebook. We appreciate your presence. Praise God. And those of you who are joining us via the uh, conference line number, thank you for uh, joining us via the conference line. Praise God. And, you know, as some cannot make it out to church for whatever the reason, praise God, God knows what it is. You can always still be in church if you're not committed to being somebody somewhere else, not somebody else, praise God. Hopefully y'all don't turn into somebody else outside of church. <laughs> but we need to be the same wherever we are. And that is Holy Ghost filled children of God, bringing glory and honor unto his name appreciating all of the marvelous things that he is doing for all of us. Can we give him some praise this morning? Praise Amen. Isn't he good all the time? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So I'm going to do my best to try and just stay right here, stay put, because I've been told it's what I need to do. But I can almost guarantee you I'm move over there. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost guarantee you. Praise the Lord. This morning's message is titled, Doing Marvelous, or Doing the Marvelous. Praise God. And when I think about marvel, the word marvel, we're going to define the word marvel. And I, I often think about when I hear that word, Brother Mike, or all the Disney, not the Disney, but the Marvel superheroes. Mm -hmm. Marvel Comics. That word, when, when I hear marvel, that's automatically what comes to my mind. And do we not marvel at the superhero strength of all of those characters? Amen. It, it is absolutely marvelous. That is the adjective that describes them. Okay? Marvel being the verb to marvel. You know, but the adjective then is marvelous. Aren't they marvelous? Praise God. But the things that God does for us is way beyond anything that they could ever do. That man cannot even begin to think or imagine. And we see these superheroes, right? And truly, they do some outrageous things. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable things. And to think that God does exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever think or imagine. Isn't that awesome? Because we don't see ourselves as being able to do those things that those superheroes does. We can even dress up in their costumes. We don't get their superhero strength. No. <laughs> we can't climb the building like Spider-Man just because we don't put on that Spider-Man costume. <laughs> we can't fly around like Superman just because we put a cape on. <laughs> There's many a kids that have wound up in the emergency room thinking that they could. <laughs> Praise God. But we can truly marvel at the things that God has done and at the things that God is doing, the th things that God is continuously doing on a daily basis. And when we see that we see God at work in our lives, we need to stop and take notice of those things and marvel at those things. Praise God. Yes. And we're going to direct you to some scripture this morning about all the marvelous things that God 
does. Has God does, done anything marvelous in anybody's life here this morning? If he has, let's hear some praise. Let's hear some thanks this morning. Let's hear some worship this morning, praise God. Online, we can't hear you, but we can see what you're doing in that comment block. Put some comments in there. Put some clapping hands of praise in those comments. Give a shout of hallelujah online this morning. Praise God, because he's the one that causes us to be able to do the marvelous things. Praise God that he does. My Lord, thank you, Jesus. Doing the marvelous, we live in a world of manifestation. And what I mean is the things that we see before our eyes, the very benches that you're sitting on, the eyeglasses that I have on to look through, praise God, the suit that I'm wearing, these are all manifestations of what man sees first inside. Right. Praise God. Everything that we can behold in nature was first inside the mind of God. Amen? You, you too, were in the mind of God and then became a manifestation in this world. Everything, this world that we live in is a manifestation of the inner man. Mm -hmm. yes, Lord. And see, if speech, see, there's, there's something that um, separates us from other Creatures that are here in this world. And when I say that, I'm, what I'm talking about is animals, insects, all those kind of things. And there's all kind of live organisms. But there's something that separates man from those things, and that is speech, and that is imagination. Yes. Speech and his imagination. So it, and speech then becomes, is an image um, of our mind. See, what's in our mind comes out in our speech. The Bible says it like this. What a man thinketh in his heart. Okay? And whatever a man is thinking in his heart, that is what comes about. Mm -hmm. Amen? So everything that we can see in our lives was first inside in our mind. Whether that be good or whether that be bad. And so what... Out of the abundance of the heart, the Bible says, the, the mouth speaks. Yes. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we're speaking these images that we have in our heart. If we're talking bad about somebody, we have this image of, what, of badness about them. Mm -hmm. If we're talking good about somebody, we have this image of what is good about them. Somebody say amen if you agree. Put amen in the comments if you agree so far. Amen. Amen. And see, when the Lord begins to do things in our lives, when we begin to see those changes taking shape in our lives, we first, there are first in our own minds. Right. Praise God. They are first in our own mind. Every one of you being here this morning, you first had a vision of you being here. You envisioned yourself being here this morning. May not have been here last week. You, that wasn't in your mind last week. But this week it was in your mind to be here. Guess what? Lo and behold, the manifestation. You are here. Yes. And somebody say amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Those that are on the phone this morning, they had it in their mind. They were going to join church on the phone. 
Those that joined us online this morning, thank God for all of you joining us. However you joined us this morning, you had it in your mind that you were going to join Moving River Ministries this morning. And lo and behold, there you are. Here I am. You see me. You hear me. Praise God. And through the technology that God has made available, the things that he is doing, Amen. Through the manifestations that he caused to be here, we can all connect the way that we are. Amen. Can we give the Lord some praise this morning? So we need to say really, really good things as much as we possibly can. Amen. So let me introduce the lesson this morning. The doings of the Lord. How marvelous are the doings of the Lord. We're going to um, talk about the story of the husbandman this morning. Praise God. The parable of the husbandman. We're going to define marvel. What marvel means. Praise the Lord. Um, and then we're going to do a review of the lesson that we've been having. Some of the lessons. This is going to be a quick review. And the reason that I'm going through these reviews is um, it's culminating into something for the end of this quarter where we're going to be able to take those lessons that we have learned in the first quarter of this year and we're then going to be able to now outline those lessons and then have future lessons based on the titles of those lessons and the lessons that we're going to continue to add to our inventory of teachings and learnings so that we can continuously grow in the grace of God and build upon that cornerstone called Jesus Christ. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. So that is why I'm doing the reviews that I am. I want you all to remember as much as you possibly can, but not just remember. And you're going to remember it better if you apply what it is that you're learning. So let us review. And then I'm going to, after the review, we're going to take up an offer. Praise God. So here's the review. If you've been doing the daily practices according to the messages, and I pray and hope that you are, okay, doing those daily practices. And, and what that means is that you are reading those text messages, first of all, and that as you read those text messages and you read those titles of those messages, you begin to think about some of those things that impressed your heart. You're not going to remember the whole message. That's not the intent. But I pray that you remember at least one thing from the message. And so if... One thing you remember from the message is the titles because you have them in the text message and you read them, it'll bring back something else to your remembrance. Praise God. So read the titles of those, these messages. These simple practices are designed to help you stay focused. They help you stay focused. And, and praise God. Every week it seems like someone else says, can you add me to that list so I can get those messages? Praise God. And um, I'll share that a little bit later on. So these simple practices will keep you focused. Focused on what? Title one, God wants you. Does God want you? Amen. Amen. So good to see Daryl and Hannah here. I believe this is now Daryl's third Sunday in a row. Praise God. You know, in, in a former business that we were in, if you made three meetings in a row, that showed that you were committed. Yes. Yeah. 
Amen? And uh, that was a leadership business. And you know what? People who were serious about um, doing something about their lives, changing their circumstances, they took that to heart. They really did. And, and, and those three consecutive times that they met, it just encouraged them to keep on coming. Don't lose anything by stop, stopping. Now you have so much to gain. And, and, and you don't want to lose anything. You're looking forward to the next time and the next time and the next time that you get together. And praise God, it is exciting. So praise God for you, Brother Darrell, and welcome to your Wife Hannah, praise God, and they have an expected baby. I believe Hannah is six months along, praise the Lord. And um, in three months, there's going to be a new member to the church. <laughs> praise God. And I, I have to say, praise God to Sister Charlene. Sister Charlene, Emma, not, not disregarding our faithful sister Charlene uh, Cockfield at all, because she, she's a treasure. And, and that, that is no exaggeration whatsoever. You can't even put a price on the treasure that she is to Moving River Ministries. And we welcome Sister Charlene. She is the grandmother to Daryl and Hannah, praise God. And we are so glad for her being here as well. We, I've known Sister Charlene since I was just a little guy, probably around uh, Hudson's age. Praise the Lord. And she was our next door neighbor there and known her, her kids, all of her kids. And praise God, we're just going to keep on praying that they all come in. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I know Daryl's mom had attended uh, last week online. I hope and pray that she's online this week again. Danielle, praise the Lord. And I believe she is. Praise the Lord. Good morning to you. <laughs> praise the Lord. And you know what? Our online um, attendance continues to grow. We are so thankful for that. Praise the Lord. And uh, we just want that to continue to grow. But we want to also get beyond these COVID restrictions so as many as that can and desire to, they can be right here yes. in the church, yes. worshiping and praising with us. Because we like to just um, have a good time in church. We want to enjoy the presence of the Lord. And it's not something that we got to make up. Before church started, this is for the online and uh, people that are joining us because they didn't hear this. Um, you know, we had a little bit of technical problems first starting out. We lost power to uh, the piano and the uh, overhead projector. And uh, I just kept on singing anyhow through that. And I just made the announcement that my, my life is really like a musical. I go throughout the house all the time singing. And um, I'm going to share this, and my wife doesn't know I'm going to share this. One time my wife said to me, I think you hum and everything like that and sing because you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> Not the case at all, praise God. But I can see where you might kind of feel that a little bit, well, well, stop that singing and carrying on and talk to me. Praise God. And so um, my life is filled with so much song. It really is. I hear something and I sing about it. I think about something, I'm singing about it. I hear a scripture, I want to sing it. Praise God. And, and see, I'm looking for the joy in life all the time. Praise God. And there's people that I've made songs up about. There's grocery stores that I've made songs. 
<laughs> Praise God. I walked through the stores and I got a song going through my heart, in my mind. Praise God. And, and that is just a joyous thing. And, and I know there's some of you that are probably like that too. I see an instrument, I want to play it. I don't care what instrument it is. I think that I can learn how to play it. And, and I hear different uh, languages. I want to learn how to sing in them. Praise God. God has put that song in my heart. It is a song of joy, praise the Lord. And, and my life truly is like a musical. It's, it's funny. You ever hear, an, ever, anybody ever go to an opera? Watched an opera? Part of an opera? You know, just a little bit? And they're singing about everyday mundane things, like going to the grocery store. But they're singing them with such passion and, and su such feeling that it keeps the whole audience entertained. Praise God. God is putting a song in our heart, church. God gave the children of Israel a song. Praise the Lord. We are part of the children of Israel this morning. Is there a song in your heart? Is there something that just needs to come out? Praise God. Praise the Lord. I hope somebody feels like I do this morning. Marvelous things that God has caused us to think about and things that he's doing in our lives, each and every one of us. And by doing these things, focusing on these things, these titles, God wants you, power wants you, love wants you, power wants you, power. My brother Terry's on the phone this morning. So I'm going to say it like he says it, power. Power wants you. The power of God wants you. Love truly wants you. You know, we can say these things, we can read these things, we can hear these things, but we got to feel these things. We got to feel that that power truly wants us. We got to feel that that love really wants us. Does anybody feel love this morning? Yeah. Amen. Do you feel love? Do you feel like loving somebody this morning? Yeah. Praise God. Don't you know that Jesus put that love there? Yeah. It's no different than the song that he put in my heart. Praise God. God put that love in your heart. God put that power in your heart. God is there in your heart. Thank you, Jesus. We got to begin to see that. We got to see it. We got to see that manifest in our everyday lives. We, 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 we got to go around seeing those things. Praise God. I see those things and I start singing about them. Amen. I guarantee you all have a song about Daryl and Hannah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And it'll be a good song. It'll be a happy song. And I'll go around singing it up in my head. I'll be singing about their expectant baby. Praise the Lord. It's awesome. And, and so we got to see that. And we see it when, we, when it's in our mind and it becomes to come out of our mouth in speech and in song. We hear that. We begin to hear the things that are so lovely that are powerful, powerful words coming from us. God, the powerful coming out of us, manifesting right before our eyes. We got to feel these things. I review these things so that you know how powerful and how loving and how um, godly these things are. Praise the Lord. We got to feel it little by little. And this is what happens. We cannot expect to change overnight. 
little by little. And we see these changes little by little, praise God. It's just like when you decide to take off those pounds. They don't all just melt off all at once. The doctor says you need to go on a diet. The doctor says you need to lose some weight. You know you do because your health is in danger. And it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, many people do. That's why they have all kind of diet pills and everything. Take this pill. Melt the fat overnight. And they don't work. But little by little, and it is just like these things, these, these messages that you're hearing, they are designed to little by little change your life. And you get to then see what the Lord is doing. See him changing your life. See him molding your life. See him shaping your life. And then you look back. Praise God. You look back a year from now and then you begin to see how much you have changed, how much your life has been blessed, how marvelous things truly are. Amen. You begin to look back two years from now, three years, praise God, and you say, I am so different than what I used to be. Can somebody give some praise unto the Lord? Can we clap our hands unto the Lord? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We got to see these things, feel these things little by little. We got to know that God is truly drawing us. I mean, focus on these things. Give your mind. We, we've only been here just a few minutes this morning. But if you do these things a little bit each and every day, focus on these things. Your life will be so blessed, church. See, I can say that with a surety. This is not blowing smoke. This is telling you the truth of God's word. Praise God. God wants us to marvel at the things that he does. And see, when we look at that word marvel, let me finish this. He's going to draw you. We got to realize these are the last days. We need to behold God. We need to see God at work. Be, stay. Don't y'all go anywhere. Don't y'all leave the presence of God. Be. Be focused. Know that you're weak. And that he is strong. And if you be in his presence, you will have the benefit of strength from him. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Nothing is too hard for God. There's nothing that you've done. There's no place that you're at that is too hard for God. See, when we review these things on a daily basis, it excites us. Amen. And then we choose mercy. Choose mercy. Give, our, give ourselves some mercy. Throw yourself at the mercy of God. Don't you throw yourself at the mercy of the court, but throw yourself at the mercy of God. Daily focus on these things and replace any negative because on that highway traveling through your mind, there's so many negative thoughts. And let me tell you something. This is something that I do and I do it constantly. This is something that I'm doing daily. I've been doing it daily. I didn't just start doing these things. And so there's other people that do these things on a daily basis too. And everybody that does these things focusing on positive things on a daily basis will tell you they are still subjected.
to negative things. Negative thoughts all the time. So if the people that are not doing it, <laughs> people that are not doing these things, focusing on the positive and re replacing the negative with positive, how much more is their life encumbered with so much negativity? With so much wrong thinking? And our hearts have to go out to people. That is why mercy is so important. Not judging, but mercy. Mercy for them. Mercy for those that are not doing this on a daily basis. Because those of us who are doing it on a daily basis know how much negativity still goes through our hearts, goes through our minds. Praise God. So choose mercy. Praise the Lord. And replace those negative thoughts with positive thoughts you have chosen, you have chosen to think on. And this will continue to renew your mind daily, daily. I encourage our children to start doing this. Our children to start focusing on the good things of God, the positive things of God, and, and have their minds renewed on a daily basis. Praise God. Our grandson, Jaden, who I was not sending these messages to, sent me a message and he said, Pastor, would you include me on the on these text messages that you've been sending out? My heart melted. I was like, what? Absolutely, I will. And then we had men's Bible study this past Wednesday night. And um, as we were hanging up on men's Bible study. I heard this voice say, good night, everybody. And it was a child's voice. And I recognized the voice. So I called this child up and I said, was that you I heard on men's Bible study? And he said, it sure was, Pastor Adam. I said, I think that is just awesome. I didn't even know he had the number and everything to men's Bible study. But he joined men's Bible study, sat there and listened, commented to me afterwards, what a great Bible study. And he says, you know what? I want to add this to my journey. Not my words, his words. I was floored. Floored. And that was Jaden, the one who had asked me to include him on the text messages, then took it upon himself to join men's Bible study. Praise God. See, I see God doing these marvelous things. I can't help but marvel, praise God, at the God that we serve. And see, we, we got to know by making the decisions, the choices that we are making, there are young people that are watching those decisions and choices that we are making, whether they are good, whether they are bad, whether they are right, whether they are wrong, and they too are being shaped and molded by those decisions and choices we are making. They are being influenced by them. I ask you today, do you want to be a good influence? Do you want to be a right influence? Or do you want to be a bad influence and a wrong influence? You choose. Praise God. Something else for you to concentrate, contemplate on this morning. Praise the Lord. We're going to take up an offering. Praise God. I hope y'all are still with me online. If you are with us online, praise God. Um, please go to our donate button 
and bless us with an offering of your choosing. Praise God. As God has blessed you, we thank you for blessing our church. Um, and you can never beat God giving. So give unto the Lord again as he has blessed you. And we thank you this morning. If you feel more comfortable with making a donation uh, via mail, our address is Moving River Ministries at 453 South Main Street, Wilkes-Barre, 18701. Brother Marcus, would you come and say a blessing over the offering this morning? Praise God. And um, we're going to take up an offering now in-house as well for those of you who can and will, if you will um, give unto the Lord as he has blessed you. Praise God. Told y'all I'd leave. I'm back. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Brother Marcus. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let me give you some scripture text this morning so you can find that while we continue to um, receive the offering from those who are inclined to give this morning. And the scripture text we're going to begin with this morning is from Psalm 118 and verses 22 through 29. Psalm 118 verses 22 through 29. <clears throat> Praise God. As you turn there in your Bibles or your electronic devices, whatever you are using with, that has a Bible, praise God, uh, let me just define marvel. Marvel means to wonder. By implication, to admire, have in admiration, to marvel, to wonder, to wonder at, to be wondered at, to be had in admiration. Praise God. Wonder. See, wonder is a uh, word that is synonymous with marvel, often used interchangeably. The wondrous, the marvelous. I wonder. I marvel. Marvel being pondering and looking at something that is just so surprising. Praise God. But see, also, marvel does not mean something that's always just beautiful. All right? Praise God. So, Psalm 118, verses 22 through 29, and it says in verse 22, The stone which the builders refused has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will be rejoice and be glad in it. Somebody say it with me. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. One more time. This is the day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. Can we be glad for another day? Do we wake up with a uh, begrudging the day that we even got to get out the bed? Or do we wake up with excitement about the day? 
Do we look forward to the day? Do we look forward to greeting God in the day? This is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I came to rejoice. I came to lift my voice about what he is doing, what Jesus is doing. Praise God. As that song started going through my head, I was dancing and everything. Praise the Lord. Because what he's doing is exciting. What he's doing is, it does cause me to rejoice. It causes me to sing. It causes me to be happy. It causes me and gives me something to look forward to. I don't have to think about the mundane and the repetitious things of the day. My God is not mundane. My God is not just repetitious. He throws all kind of excitement in the day, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Verse 25 says, save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Praise God. See, when you're thinking about those things, let me finish though. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have, we have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which has showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God. And I will praise thee. Thou art my God. I will exalt thee. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth how long? Praise God. Praise God. See, I, I just get so excited about the word of God. It's hard for me not to shout. It's hard for me to be one of those mild-mannered, um, even-tempered, speakers that never raises their voice or shouts and just can do a delivery never waving their hands they're just so poised and just delivers just and they're consistent and I can't do that I'm sorry no I'm not I'm not sorry praise God I am fearfully and wonderfully made <laughs> praise God you know what and God is doing marvelous things in my life. I am going to praise him for it. Amen. Praise God. I am going to exalt him. I am going to praise him. In verse 28 says, thou art my God. I'm going to let somebody know it. I'm going to let somebody know what God is doing here. Amen. What God is doing on the inside of me. I'm going to let somebody know it. They're going to know it by just looking at me. They're going to know it by hearing the song that is in my heart. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to exalt him. I'm going to continuously give thanks unto him. Why? He is good. I know that he's good. Ain't nobody got to tell me that he's good. I'm experiencing his goodness. Can somebody say amen? Can we clap our hands unto the Lord this morning? Can we get excited about Jesus this morning? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So let's move on a bit here. Let, let's contemplate, you know, some scripture. And uh, that scripture was just for a bit of excitement. Praise God. That was just the open, opening for, the, for some excitement. These scriptures that I'm getting ready to share with you are for us to contemplate. What does that mean? Think about it. Think about it. Okay, so we've got this marvelous God. He's doing some marvelous works, isn't he? Is God doing marvelous works only in me? Yeah. No. Somebody say no. Somebody say God is doing marvelous works in me. 
Somebody say, God is doing marvelous works in me. Somebody say, in me. In me. In me. <laughs> we got to say it. We got to mean it. We got to feel it. We got to hear ourselves say it. We got to hear the excitement about it in ourselves, from ourselves, for ourselves. Because ain't nobody else going to get excited for you like you will. Amen. Amen. See, the excitement that we're experiencing right here, it'll be gone when you get home if you don't take it with you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be gone when you get home if you don't take it with you. Amen. So you got to take that excitement with you. You got to have that song in your heart wherever you go. Take it to the grocery store. Take it to the drugstore. Take it to the gas station. Praise God. Take it whenever you're meeting people. Have that song in your heart. Be like Mary Poppins. Who cares? God does. God does. You're his child. You belong to him. You have a reason to be happy. You have a reason to, be, to rejoice. You have a reason to think about the marvelous things that he's doing in your life. Yeah. My God. Hallelujah. So let's look at the story, uh, which is the parable of the husband. In Mark chapter 12, and we're going to begin at verse 1. Mark chapter 12. And um, this was part of our... Mark chapter 12 and verse 11. As you turn there, I'm just going to give you uh, this bit of information here. This was our focus scripture for the week as we were receiving those text messages. And I know those text, text messages, they are repetitious. Okay? A lot of the information in them is the same that you're getting all day long, have been getting for a month now. Amen. How many here have ever read the same book at least twice? You like that book so much you read it twice. How many three times you've read a book? Okay, four times? Anybody read a book four times? Some books you just continuously read. Sometimes you will have read that book last year and you come back and you read it again. Sometimes you read a book and you just start all over again. This is what I'll do. Sometimes I'll read a book and I'll just read it through. Next time I read the book, I'll make some notes in the book. Next time I read the book, then I start highlighting stuff. If I read it again, then I start writing stuff down outside of the book so then I can remember it or talk about it. Praise God. There's books in the Bible that affect me that way all the time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And see, the books of the Bible are the books that we really need to be given attention and focus to. I invite you, if you are not reading your Bible, start reading it on a daily basis. That little by little that I'm talking about, it's going to start happening a little by little in a faster way. In a faster way, praise God. You'll be getting little by little here and there, here and there, here and there. And next thing you know, you got a lot. Little by little adds up to a lot, especially if you keep getting it here and there and here and there and here and there, praise God. We can never get enough of God. Amen. So Mark chapter 12 and verse 11. Let, let us now um, look at the story of the husbandman. Mark chapter 12, verse 1. And he said, and he began to speak unto them by parables. A certain man planted a vineyard and set an hedge about it and digged a place for the wine fat and built a tower and let it out to husbandmen and went into a far country. 
So let me just explain. So he planted a vineyard, right? He planted a vineyard, and then his intention was to now rent this vineyard out to people that could take care of it, to people that wanted to now take this vineyard, harvest it, and pay him a certain fee for taking care of the vineyard. This is what people do all the time. Farmers do it all the time. Praise God. And then they rotate different crop in that so that the, the soil does not continuously get depleted of certain minerals. And as they rotate different crops in that same field, that field remains nourished, praise God, and it remains profitable for those that are using it. So, and then the, the uh, nobleman who had planted the vineyard, he left. Praise God. He left, went into a far country. Let us, be, let us continue reading. And at the season, he sent to the husbandman a servant that he might receive from the husbandman the fruit of the vineyard. Okay, give me my share. Give me my share. And so, he's gone into a far country, right? Oh, Lord, help me today. Help me today, Jesus. All the marvelous things. The marvelous things that God has planted inside of you. The marvelous things that he has planted inside of you. Don't you know you're responsible to now give him his share? To give back to him what he gave unto you, what he has planted inside of you, you are responsible for all these marvelous things. And what are we doing with it? Are we just taking it for granted? Are we really then recognizing him as our God? Are we getting excited about the marvelous things that he's planted inside of us? And can we really give unto him what he has given unto us? Is he going to be pleased with what we give unto him? Or are we giving him what's left? God planted a vineyard inside of each and every one of us. Amen. Like I said about Sister Charlene, she is a treasure. There's a treasure inside of her. Amen. There's a treasure inside of you too. But it's buried, isn't it? I remember when uh, Adam was just a little guy and I worked for a utility company and it was bring your child to work day. And uh, I was so excited about bringing him to work because it was the first time that I had done it. And um, I got together with some of the friends that I had there at the employer and we staged a treasure hunt just for him. I mean, there, there was all kind of kids there, but you know what? It just came to my mind. I want to do something special, special for him. So um, I wanted this to be memorable for me and for him. It was memorable for all of my coworkers as well. And so we staged a treasure hunt for him. And throughout, throughout the building, we, we had made a treasure map <laughs> and we had staged different things for him to find at different places that he visited in the building. 
And it was so much fun and he was so excited and he had such a good time. And I tell you that story this morning because God has put a treasure inside of each and every one of us, praise God. And we will not even know how to find that treasure if we do not consult the word of God. If we are not looking for that treasure, praise God, and looking for the things, the marvelous things that God has put inside of us. We will see all the marvelous things outside of us and in somebody else's life and not even know that there's marvelous things inside of us. That there is truly a treasure in us. We'll be able to see all the marvelous things in nature and forget that we are part of nature. Help us this morning, Jesus. Let me continue on with verse 2. <laughs> Did I read 2? Verse 3. And they caught him and beat him. Let me read verse 2 again, because I need to put that in my mind. And at the season he sent to the husbandman a servant that he might receive from the husbandman of the fruit of the vineyard. Okay, so the servant shows up. And they caught him and beat him and sent him away empty, nothing, gave him nothing. And again he sent unto them another servant, and at him they cast stones and wounded him in the head and sent him away, shamefully handled. And again he sent another in, him they killed, and many others beating some and killing some. Having yet therefore one son, his well-beloved, he sent him also, last unto them, saying, They will reverence my son. But those husbandmen said among themselves, This is the heir, come let us kill him, and the inheritance shall be ours. And they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. What shall therefore the Lord of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the husbandman and will give the vineyard unto others. And have ye not read this? Have ye not read this scripture? This is Mark 12 and 11. The stone which the builders rejected has become the head of the corner. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Question, have you not read this scripture? Yeah, we read that scripture in Psalm 118 and 23, didn't we? Have you not read that scripture? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The story was all about Jesus. The story was all about him being the head cornerstone. And how they killed Jesus. See, as we get ready to celebrate the Resurrection Day, it's important that we remember these messages. It's important that we now examine our own lives and what are we doing with them, praise God. We need to stop taking life for granted. Our days wasted. We need to do something with that time that God has given us that is so precious. We, re we have remorse and we have regrets and we lament over those that have gone on, praise God. We miss them dearly. But what are we doing with our lives while we yet have a chance? Are we marveling at the marvelous? Amen. Are there marvelous things that are terrible things too? Absolutely. See, we can marvel at the beauty of things. But um, what are some things that cause us to marvel? 
Somebody give, a, give me an answer. What are some things that cause us to marvel? Put an answer in the comment block. Something that um, causes you to marvel. Those of you online, praise God. Those of you who are on the phone, shout out something that causes us to marvel. Anything. New babies. A rainbow. Lighthouses. Marvel. Fire. Mountains. Anything else? Lightning. Lightning. Niagara Falls. Right? Things in nature. The stars. You, you look up in the sky sometimes and it's filled with stars and you're like, oh, it, it just captures your attention. You don't even want to stop looking. The moon sometimes totally marvels us. It seems so huge, so big. I've looked out at the moon over the horizon sometimes where it comes up in, uh, um, in the north, east part of the sky. <laughs> Praise God. For those of you that are watching me online, those of you who are on the phone, they just laughed at me in church because I did this. <laughs> <laughs> and probably with what I said, the Northeast, part of the sky. <laughs> oh, that's my theatrics, I guess. But these things cause us to marvel. I like what Brother uh, Darrell had to say. He said, fire. Fire can be good and it can be bad, can it? I mean, you, there's good uses for fire, and fire destroys. Anybody ever seen a house on fire? Jesus. Yes. Jesus. It is one of the most alarming things, and then to come to find out there's people inside. God. It is one of the scariest things. Some of you may have even in, encountered that in your own lives, where your house has been on fire, and there's been people inside. See, marvelous, those marvelous things can be surprising. We've gone through some terrible storms here. There was a storm that came through here <laughs> last year. In the summer of last year, took down all the um, utility poles fr from the, I think it would be the 300 block of South Main Street. Just laid them down like toothpicks. That was marvelous. Wondrous! Cause you to wonder. Not a single pole on this block. We live on South Main Street. For those of you who caught our address as, you, as we put the address up on line there. This is South Main Street where the church resides. Not where we live at, but where the church is. Praise God. On South Main Street. And, and that was amazing. We had just got home. We, we had just come home from Jim Thorpe. We had uh, spent the day up at Jim Thorpe. Soon as we got there... As soon as we got home, it just seemed like the wind came out of nowhere, whipping, whipping, and, and just laying poles down, left and right, left and right. Praise God, nobody got killed. That was amazing. Totally amazing, wondrous, marvelous. Praise God. Some of you maybe have been through some marvelous things in your life. And we marvel at these things, whether they are good or whether they are bad. It still does not discount them for being marvelous. Amen. They are still marvelous. Woo! Go ahead, what else? Um, sister, 
Hatred, something that people marvel at. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God is truly marvelous. He is. What is important is, is that we, okay, can we look at the marvelous and begin to see, okay, the positive in that marvelous? Can we see the marvelous inside of us and can we focus on that positive that marvels us? This is the Lord's doing, marvelous in our eyes. Can we marvel at his grace that is amazing? Can we marvel at how he saves us, praise God? Can we marvel at, 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 at how much he gives us? Each day he gives us victory. Each day. He gives us victory. You ask anybody that has ever been addicted to anything, it is a day by day. Day by day that they get victory. Little by little, these things add up. I, I am going to continue to review and restress the messages that we are learning this year because they are importantly foundational so that when you look back a year from now, you're not going to see the same sister. You're not going to see the same brother. You're going to be able to see a different you. You're going to be able to see a different me, praise God. I'm going to be able to see a different you. For those of us who are really going to add these things to our lives, do them on a daily basis, we are going to be totally marveled by the marvelous God that we serve. Can we give him some praise? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It is important for me to smile. I sometimes remember that. And when you smile, that reminds me. So uh, I get intense here. Help me, Jesus. Oh my God, where am I in my message this morning? Where, where, where did we leave off? Anybody know? Oh, they killed him. Okay, and we read all those scriptures, right? Except verse 12. Did we read verse 12? And they sought to lay hold on him, but feared the people, for they knew that he had spoken the parable against them. My God. Parables. See, it says in this parable that this was the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. But the marvelous is not always marvelous for everybody. In a good way. In a good effect. Because this parable was spoken against those who had done all this evil. All the husbandmen. All those who had killed. All the servants. All those who had killed. The son, he spoke this parable against them. This parable was a prophecy. Because Jesus was the one who gave this parable. Jesus was the one who told them the story that was going to happen and how it was going to happen. This story is for us 
to take it now and apply it to our own lives. How are we, do, what are we doing with the vineyard that is inside of us, with the planting that God has planted inside of us? What are we doing with it? Are we giving unto the Lord what he has given unto us? We got to examine this for ourselves. This is not for me to judge. I am not judging any of y'all. Uh-uh. See, I'm hearing this message just like y'all are hearing it. I, told, I tell y'all time and time again, I do not stand in front of a mirror or anything and uh, listen to my messages. It is hard for me to even listen to the recorded ones. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with him? Praise God. Why can't he stop waving his hands? Why, why does he make those kind of faces? And then when I pause the screen, sometimes y'all ever pause the movie that y'all watching and then made fun of the actors and what they look like? Yeah, I get a chance to do that. When I pause the screen and look at myself, I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> what happened? Do you really look like that? <laughs> Freeze frame. God is truly doing the marvelous in us, and he, he blesses us, too, to just lighten up a bit. Lighten up a bit. See, th this is a serious thing that we are doing in, in examining ourselves and um, realizing the marvelous that is inside of us, but we still got to give ourselves a break. We got to give ourselves some mercy. Somebody say, have mercy. have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. None of these things are really done outside of us. Oh, my. See, this is the nitty-gritty part. None of these things are really done outside of us. Where's mercy at? And where's God at? Where's love at? Where's power at? Where do we begin to see it at? In our minds, where's it at? Inside of us. We begin to see all these things inside of us. You remember doubting Thomas in the Bible? He wasn't going to be satisfied or convinced until he could put his hand in the side of Jesus Christ. He had to see it to believe it. What Jesus telling? Blessed are those who believe and have not seen. All the things that I am preaching constantly, the things that you are hearing this morning, you're believing them, but you can't really see them with your physical eyes. You are believing that these marvelous things are inside of you. But as we believe them, we begin to manifest them. Amen? Don't, don't forget now, y'all manifested yourselves being here this morning. Because last week, some of y'all weren't here. You manifested yourself at home or wherever you were. But this morning, you envision yourself being here and lo and behold you are here we are manifesting what is inside of us praise God and God is truly inside of us he's talking to us but who's doing the talking really who puts a voice to it absolutely we do we put a voice to it we keep looking outside ourselves for these things to happen but they're not happening outside of us Yes, all of nature is out happening outside of us. Just because God is inside of us, praise God, ain't none of us got an exclusive on God. He's too big to be exclusive to any one of us. He's too, 
he's not exclusive. Praise God, he is outside of us and he's inside of us too, doing wondrous, marvelous things inside of us. And until we begin to see that he is doing the marvelous inside of us, but he's not doing it alone. He's not doing it alone. We get to choose. We get to choose whether that is right or whether it's wrong. Amen? Are y'all with me? Are you understanding what I'm, what I'm saying this morning? Praise God. If you understand what I'm saying online, put an amen there. If you here this morning, understand what I'm saying. Can we praise the Lord a bit this morning? Can we clap our hands unto the Lord? Can we get excited about what he is doing? Can we get excited about the marvelous? Is the marvelous going to happen just today? Is the marvelous available to us tomorrow? Amen. So then we get to look forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow gets to be Marvelous Monday. Yes. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. And we get to be excited about it. When something bad happens, start singing a song about that bad thing that happens. I guarantee you it won't stay a bad thing. And this is how I, how I know that and believe that. Any adverse situations that have ever happened in our life have come now to strengthen us. Who in here this morning has a testimony of something negative, something bad that happened in your life, and today you give God the glory and thanks for it? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It helped us to grow. It shapes and molds us, and it teaches us, don't you do that anymore. And what a blessing it is to be blessed with the mind that God has given us, the knowledge to be able to look at other people's lives who are constantly making mistakes in front of us and say, well, you don't have to do it their way. You can decide. I'm not doing it. I'm not following them. I'm not doing the things that they did. I'm not going to end up with the results that they have. Some children have parents that totally make the wrong decisions, do the wrong things. And when that child comes to the age of reasoning, they can decide for themselves, I'm not doing what mom and dad did. And they can no longer fault their parents because now they have choice. There are too many people that are standing on crutches today and blaming somebody else for their circumstances. We serve a God that does the marvelous, hallelujah. And time and time again, we hear testimony. We hear uh, stories about people who have overcome tremendous odds, things that we did not have to face. My God, help us this morning, Jesus. Help us this morning, Lord, to understand how truly marvelous you are. So let it, how are we doing on time? Okay, let me hurry up. Oh, my Lord. Who makes these messages so long? I think it's Hannah. <laughs> Praise God. In Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah chapter 29, it says this. Isaiah chapter 29 and verse 13 and 14. Praise God. Please excuse me, but I'm getting ready to probably talk a little bit fast. I'm going to talk like a auctioneer auctioning off some, the word of God here. You want it, you want it, $2, $2, $3. <laughs> Praise God. Deal marvelously is the part of this uh, lesson that I want us to focus on here. Deal marvelously. And God deals marvelously. In Isaiah chapter 29, verse 13 and 14, it says, Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart from me, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. 
Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people, even a marvelous work and a wonder, for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hid. God deals marvelously with people. He truly does. See, with those husbandmen, he was going to deal marvelously with them. And see, they got their reward in the end. See, people think that they are uh, got all this wisdom and that they're so intelligent and that they're so smart, they're way too smart to serve God. They have all this intellect. They don't have time to serve God. Their book smarts are going to take them where they want to go. They are setting themselves up for failure. God has given them all the knowledge that they have. God has given them the ability to learn everything that they learn. And they got to look at that and thank God for it. And then and, and marvel at his being marvelous towards them. And too many people are walking around. They don't get it. They do not get it. They, they think that they have all the time in the world that we none know how many days we have. See, we can draw near unto the Lord with our mouth with what we say. We can um, honor him with our lips. It's just lip service. And we cannot really have our hearts towards God. And he knows it. He knows whether we do or not. And see... And he says, and their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Men will teach, teach uh, us about God. And will teach us their ways about God and what they think God is. And that's why we have all these different beliefs that exist today. But we need to follow the truth of God's word. God gives us discernment so we can recognize what is truth and what is not truth. See, when, when you hear somebody speaking and they're speaking truth, you begin to feel that truth. Yes. You, yes. You, you begin to feel it. When you, when you hear someone speaking truth, you begin to see that truth manifested in their own lives. See, because somebody can be talking about God and living for God, but if they're not living it, are you really believing them? No, you're not, because you, you, you know that they don't really believe what they're preaching, but believe what they're teaching you, trying to teach you. But when you encounter someone that is really seeking the truth and teaching the truth, you feel it and you begin to see it manifested in their lives as well. God is proceeding to do a marvelous work among these people too that teach their ways they're not drawing unto him with their heart they're just speaking with lip service they're not honoring him really and they are not drawing near to him but only with their mouth I could I can fake praising God. I can fake speaking in tongues. People do it. I can fake it that I'm a real Christian. People do it. To what avail? I have no idea. What are they achieving? Really? See, we don't have to fake it. 
we can truly marvel at the things that God is doing in our lives, church. We can really believe, we can really begin to see these things manifesting in our lives on a daily basis, little by little, as we continue to focus positively on these things. Praise God. We got to concentrate and we got to focus on these things with thanksgiving. Praise God. We got to be thankful for these things. Can somebody say, I'm thankful? Can somebody say, thank you, Jesus? Can somebody say, thank you, Jesus, and mean it? Don't say it just because I asked you to say it, but say it because you mean it, praise God. Excited about it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With thankfulness, I'm going to close. I'm going to close with Matthew chapter 13 and verse 15. And I closed with this verse of scripture because truly we need to realize the marvelous things of God. Matthew chapter 15. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 13 and verse 15. Matthew 13 and 15. And verse 15 says, For this people's heart is waxed gross, their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Lest any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. It is Jesus' desire to heal us. It is his desire that, you know, our hearts be mendable, pliable, that we would hear with our ears, that our ears would not become dull of hearing. That though the pastor might be a bit long-winded, is he doing it just so that he is, um, can, can impress you? I cannot impress you. I have a hard enough time impressing myself, Hudson. I cannot impress myself, let alone impress you. Praise God. But our ears do not need to become dull of hearing. If we hear the same thing over and over and over, can we realize that it is because we need to learn that lesson and we haven't learned it yet? Amen. Can somebody say amen? amen. That is why we keep hearing the same thing over and over. Is there anything in these messages, the titles that I'm sharing with you, that you totally have it down pat? I don't need to hear that one anymore, Pastor. Uh-uh. No. I'll answer that one for you. No way. Because within those titles of those messages is so much buried treasure yet to discover for all of us. Amen. The word of God is awesome. Tremendously awesome. Praise God. And I'm going to close with these words. That was the scripture I'm closing with. See, there's too many marvelous things that we can wonder about. Praise God. We need to continue to welcome. We need to continue to contemplate. We need to continue to concentrate. We need to continue to choose. And when we look at the title of these messages, and we can add now to the title of these messages, doing the marvelous. Doing the marvelous. Is coming to church a marvelous thing? Yes. Amen. Is reading the word a marvelous thing? Is living the word a marvelous thing? Hearing the word a marvelous thing? Seeing the word manifest in your lives a marvelous thing? 
Praise God. See, I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him and are the called according to his purpose. Amen. See, God, God inside of you is preparing a place. God doesn't prepare this place outside of you. God gave us this earth and we were to take dominion of it. Anybody feel like they've really taken dominion of the earth that God has given them? God has given you this earth suit. Have you even taken dominion of the earth suit that God has given you? Amen. So we need to take dominion. We need to marvel at what God has given us. Begin to focus on what God has given us. Take dominion of it and begin to marvel each and every day as you gain more ground for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Doing the marvelous. Praise God. I end that service, this service with those words. God bless you. Sister wife, would you come?